So uh, today I hope you're doing well. We have, I want us to look at charismatic leadership. Charismatic leadership. I hope that um, you have been well. All right. So charismatic leadership. This is the one topic that I think today it will be a great uh, turning point uh, in someone's life. That is actually what I hope for. That you will become or you will begin to get the points and the ideas about uh, charisma and, and what charisma does and how you can apply this into your own leadership journey. So let's define charismatic leadership. Let's define it and you can go ahead and write uh, this definition. Number one, charismatic leadership is a style or a leadership style that is characterized by a leader's ability. So this is a style. Um, it's a style of leadership. It's one of the theories that we have been looking at. Um, and another thing to understand about charismatic leadership is that uh, the whole topic on charismatic leadership is under transformational leadership. And so charismatic leadership is just one aspect or one arm of of a transformational leadership but i thought i should just cover it so it is a it is a leadership style that is characterized by a leader's ability to number one inspire and motivate others to inspire and motivate others it is a leadership style that is characterized by a leader's ability to inspire and motivate others through personal charm, personality, and persuasive communication skills. Um, inspire and motivate other people through personal charm. Uh, charismatic leaders are charming. All right? So through personal charm, personality, and persuasive communication skills. That is the first definition uh, about charismatic leaders. The number two uh, is that they are able to have a compelling vision or mission. They have a compelling vision and mission and are able to rally followers around their course. So these charismatic leaders, they have a vision or a mission and then they are able to rally followers around that course, that vision that they have and often they attract a dedicated and loyal followership or loyal following. Okay, so let me repeat from, from, the, uh, from number one. This is a leadership style. Charismatic leadership is a leader, leadership style that is characterized by the leader's ability to inspire and motivate others through personal charm. Uh, through personality and through per, uh, persuasive communication skills. And then number two, we've said uh, that charismatic leadership is the ability to have a compelling vision and the ability to rally followers around, this, around their course, uh, which means they attract a dedicated and loyal following. And even as you go along, you will be able to begin to pick out some people that you can identify as charismatic leaders uh, 
even in your own leadership journey you begin to see leaders you begin to see uh, politicians you begin to see men of the cloth you begin to see business leaders who have these attributes but the idea here is that you try uh, is to teach you so that you're able to also turn yourself into a charismatic leader such that people feel drawn to you people feel that they want to follow you that where you command a loyal following and loyalty and people buy into your vision so for you and i to become charismatic leaders there are several things that we have to identify uh, several things that we have to see but also even as we say uh, even as we look at ourselves and as we want to transform ourselves into charismatic leaders it is also important for us to be able to learn from other charismatic leaders so for us to understand this and for us to turn ourselves into these leaders we must get these key characteristics so i want to give you the key characteristics that you can cultivate in your own personal life uh, in regards to uh, charismatic leadership so that you become a charismatic leader all right so the key number one that i would encourage you to do everything that you can to have is vision and articulation you remember last week we talked about vision we talked about visionary leadership uh, sorry vision in the uh, vision in strategic leadership and the importance of vision when you're a strategic leader so the first thing that you must have or be able to get is vision uh, and articulation as a charismatic leader for you to develop yourself into this person you must be able to have a very very clear vision one thing i've noticed about many leaders is that they don't have a, a clear vision uh, they don't know where they are going uh, whether uh, whether they are leading in organizations or leading in churches many leaders cannot articulate the vision or the things that they want to do and therefore if you observe charismatic leaders they will tell you exactly where they are going and they are able to articulate it so they they possess uh, uh, a clear very clear and compelling vision of the future now remember what you are selling to the people if you want to move into charis- charismatic leadership what you are selling to people is a, is the future uh, you cannot be charismatic when you talk about today you must be able to talk about the future and one thing that charismatic leaders are so brilliant at is to create a future that is so brilliant a future where everything is working a future where animals and people can sit and talk you know uh, that that's what charismatic leaders say and they do and some politicians not all but some politicians are brilliant in selling vision and talking to people about the future and so you have to be able to speak to the future to speak to the minds of the people and articulate a vision for the future but when we talk about charismatic leadership we are talking about an individual usually you will not find a group that is composed of charismatic leaders uh, you will find one key person one person at the top and vision 2030 lacks one individual one person who can who can take it out and and sell it as the future So when we talk about charismatic leaders we are talking about the the hierarchy of leadership we are talking about the one person at the top of of the pile this is the one guy that the masses are following this is the one person that they will listen to 
at all times. But when we talk about organizational goals or national goals, then now we can talk about Vision 2030, something that has been rolled out of, uh, in, in Kenya. But then they need to put someone who is charismatic to sell it and to talk about it. All right? So that's what I'm talking about. Uh, it is, charismatic leadership is more of the individual person. It is more of uh, a William Ruto or a Raila Odinga or a Nelson Mandela. It is more of a, a Barack Obama. You know, when you see those kind of people, you're able to say, oh, these guys are so charismatic. They have, uh, they have a followership. They have uh, people, they command. Uh, they have influence. They articulate their visions. Whether their visions are lies or true, they, are, they have a way of being able to, uh, cook, uh, to give us a future, to give us hope and people rally around them. That is charisma. That is charismatic leaders. People have a way of rallying around these leaders. And so when we talk about charismatic leadership, we are talking about individuals. So these people, these charismatic leaders, you must be able, if you want to become that, you must be able to communicate uh, that vision effectively to your followers, which means the first thing that you must have are followers. And if you are leading or if you're a leader and you have no following, then you're probably not leading. John Maxwell says, if you're a leader and you have no one following, you're probably taking a walk. Okay. And so you have to know uh, that you have people that you that are following you so that you're able to uh, inspire them uh, to be able to embrace uh, and work towards the realization of the vision that you have. So first of all, when you have a vision, you need to have people that you can tell this, this vision. You can sell to this vision. And then you are able now to begin to pursue uh, uh, with these people the vision that you have. Okay, so these leaders, these charismatic leaders have a way of painting a vivid picture of, of where they are going, uh, of where uh, the organization is, is going. And so you must be able to have this uh, ability to be able to create a picture uh, that people can actually see and people can say, oh, this is in, indeed true. That way you will have people aligning with your values and with your aspirations. So you, are, you, are, you, are, you must be able to use uh, what we call uh, uh, persuasion. Okay, you're not forcing people, but you're persuading people in the way you present your vision, the way you present your issues, you are persuasive. So you have to use persuasive language. And in this case, persuasive language means that you use language that is resonating with the people that you are talking to. Uh, so you must be able to redefine yourself for every audience. Uh, if you're talking to young people, you must redefine your language. Uh, and fit the young people. If you're talking to bankers, you must uh, re, you know, re-evaluate and, and change to fit the banking industry. So you've got to become that and become persuasive. And this is what I mean. If you're talking about tax, for example, you, and you're talking to bankers, you must speak the language, persuasive language to bankers. If you're talking to young people, you must speak persuasively and use persuas persuasive language to talk the same, the same thing, but a different language. But, uh, charismatic leaders know how to redefine themselves. They are like water in a bottle or water in a plane. Whatever it is, uh, they fit into whatever situation or circumstance 
they find themselves in and they use this charisma uh, to win people uh, you know to move you must be able to use things like storytelling okay you create analogies you create stories to to sell to people and you create sometimes you create your own stories and and you know they make sense and sometimes you take stories so you've got to be a brilliant storyteller and you need to use some communication skills you have to be engaging okay even in your speech even in your uh, whatever you're doing you've got to be very engaging with the people so that they they feel uh, that you're inspiring them you're motivating them because of how you are articulating the issues so you you also have to communicate consistently about your vision uh, and create a sense of purpose and direction that energizes the people meaning that you yourself must continually be energized you must never appear weak in front of people physical weakness intellectual weakness whatever weakness because as a charismatic leader in the eyes of the people you can do no wrong in the eyes of the people you are right in the eyes of the people you are what we aspire to become so you cannot be seen as weak you cannot have people perceive you as someone who doesn't know where they are going or what they want to do so you've got to be very very articulate in whatever it is that you're doing number two thing that you must develop as a charismatic leader so you've said number one is a, a vision and articulation please if you want to lead well you must have a vision you must be driven by something beyond you you cannot uh, you know move with life uh, anyhow as a leader because there are people who are trusted uh, uh, under your care and these people have come and some of them have no purpose in life some of them have no direction in life some of them are lost some of them are looking for a figure that they can that they can hang on to or that they can follow so for you because you have been given this opportunity and this privilege to lead you must become all those things you must become the one who gives direction you must become the one who gives them that authority you must become that the person who gives them purpose and therefore it means you are, you, you must have a purpose by your, for yourself you must have direction you must know where you're going and you must have affirmed yourself before you start affirming other people when people look at you they must see strength but not strength to be feared but strength to be respected strength to be admired they must want to be or they should want to be like you like in, in other words when you articulate the vision that you have people dump their own personal visions and they pick up your vision and they want your vision to be their vision that is charisma and not many people have this skill not many people are able to do that so you have to redefine yourself you have to recreate yourself to become charismatic you have to learn about it you have to read about it you have to watch charismatic leaders you have to see things and understand things from the perspective of the people that you are leading the number two thing that you that the charismatic leaders have is called the personal magnetism personal magnetism this is uh, the ability uh, to of, of an individual to attract and influence others you see uh, this ability doesn't come easy it is work and and sometimes i tell people no one is born charismatic 
you become charismatic in other words you can learn to become it's a skill it's a style of leadership where you are there with the people and even as we go on in this class we will be able to see some of the things that maybe you can apply in your own life the practicality of it so that you're able to apply these things this is the ability of an individual to attract and influence others now one if you have attended churches Uh, one of the things that you will notice is that every time after service there are people who gravitate uh, around the pastor the senior pastor there are people who want to just hang around him uh, or if you go to a political meeting you will find that there are people who want to hang around the political leader the guy who is now the the, the top people want to hang around him some of these people don't walk don't walk alone these charismatic leaders and the reason why people want to hang around is because power attracts leadership attracts people will want to come to you because you are a leader people will hang around you because you are a leader and that's that's it if we, the moment you're in leadership you will have people coming to you you will have people uh, attracted to you and that gives you an opportunity to be able to influence others through your presence but then now the charismatic leaders take it a notch higher they don't just influence they actually impact people cry when they greet uh, charismatic leaders some people say they will not wash their hands after greeting them people go out and they they go out screaming and saying uh, you know things because they can't believe that they have greeted a charismatic leader and so you have to influence them through their pre- uh, through your presence through your personality and your communication style now presence is one thing personality is another you have to begin to develop a likable personality where people begin to see you and they are like oh i want to be like this guy i want to be in uh, in the life of this person you must develop a likable personality and i have given you some books uh, to read i think i mentioned how to win friends and influence people by del carnegie and i also um mentioned a book by John Maxwell that is called Be a People Person. Read those books and then you begin to see how your personality is probably the greatest hindrance to you becoming a charismatic leader or an effective leader. Personality is everything. You see, you can have a great presence, you can have wonderful communication style, but if people if your personality is not a people personality, eventually people will see through you and they will say to you uh, uh, and they will say oh i don't need uh, this person in my life so let me take a break so we need to have a definition or a defined personality and a refined personality where you're able to interact with people at all levels when you talk when you when you uh, when they speak you listen when and you are there with them and you are uh, telling stories one of the best ways in fact uh, to have uh, people come to you is if you have the skill to tell stories uh, you just sit and tell people stories and they laugh and they get get lessons from those stories people will always want to be around you so begin to have this uh, uh, and to uh, to apply this in your life in your speeches wherever you are there's one time i had the privilege of meeting uh, reinhard bonke and he you know we, we were up close and there's something that he was inspecting and i was part of the team that was assisting him and one of the things that he did uh, throughout that whole uh, project 
was that he told us stories upon stories and we laughed and laughed and by the time we were done you couldn't tell that we were with Reinhard Bonke you know because he had this huge following and this huge image or this huge personality but then when you tell people stories you come down to their level and they begin to identify with you so create uh, possess that charm that ability that appeal that draws people towards you uh, this is the same thing that inspires uh, loyalty this is the same thing that inspires trust and admiration this is the thing that people want uh, you know they they will be loyal to you they will be willing to go the mile for you and to go the extra mile for you So even as you begin or you know some of you are beginning some of you have already been leaders even as you do this this journey of leadership these are things that you must go picking up because you are not born with them so you must go pick up and pick up this and pick up this and if you are if you are in the in the leadership journey and you've gone a while meaning that you have some years um, or you are older don't feel as if you're being left out no in fact now you have more experience to be able now to gather these things and come and bring them into your into your leadership bag and carry them with you and remove them whenever they are needed use charisma whenever it is needed you see one of the people i know who was really not honored uh, a lot in kenya was wangari mathai uh, she was a charismatic le- uh, leader but many people didn't see it in kenya because in kenya we rarely celebrate our own in kenya the problem that we have is we are so quick to kill people who look like they are charismatic when a political leader rises and they are commanding following we kill them we kill them by our words we kill them by criticism we kill them by slander we kill them by scandals we kill them by propaganda so we do everything we can to finish these charismatic leaders and wangare mathai was you know the same things happened to her but she was greatly honored in the world that she became the first woman to win the nobel peace prize and she, it was a brilliant thing a brilliant thing but in kenya we never honored her we never really gave her any accolades until she died and when she died i, I had the germany uh, declared a three day a three day mourning period in kenya no one cared okay no one really bothered that she's dead and so this thing this is a thing that of commanding loyalty is also dangerous but we look at that we look at that as we go on so begin to appeal to draw, uh, to, to the people draw people to you let them come to you and jesus christ was also brilliant in this he had this personal magnetism where people would come to him and the bible numerous times says and the crowd came and when and, and in other in another areas they say when they heard that jesus was at a particular at a particular place they went to jesus they ran to jesus so this is something that you learn this is something that you develop this is something that you grow with and then you learn it and you, uh, you perfect it but not everyone is able to do it now that's the other challenge but then number three thing that we must cultivate as an individual or as a person who wants to become a charismatic leader the number three thing that you have to do is to have something we call individualized consideration Individ- individualized consideration okay this is a crucial aspect of charismatic leadership okay individualized uh, consideration when you talk about this we are talking about your ability to pay attention and address the unique needs of people 
okay the, your ability to pay attention number one to pay attention to people individuals not crowds but individuals the the way to win people and the way to focus your power or, or your energy or or your charisma is by winning people one person at a time that is the one way of winning people and this is what we call individualized consideration you must pay attention to individuals you must pay attention to specific people and you must approach them and and pay attention to them then the second thing that you must be able to do is to address their unique needs whatever needs they have whatever interests they have you must be able to address them if you are a church leader you must make time to meet with people there's one church i worked with and this church was brilliant they had this charismatic leader and this person uh, used to meet people uh, especially the new people individually every week he would set up meetings with new members and he would sit with these people and he would talk to them and and sell the vision of the church and he would talk to you know when i met him and we talked and we talked and we talked for like an hour uh, it was so brilliant that i captured the vision and he influenced me so much that i felt like changing my vision to become his vision you know so have this individualized consideration it is a lot of work to meet you know one person at a time if you are leading an organization or a company make time to know people make time to know where they are coming from uh, how their homes are like how they are doing okay have that care let people see that you care because people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care so begin to have that individualized uh, consideration you know when you begin to do this you will begin to treat your followers more than just a collective group and you'll begin to recognize uh, the value of each person individually because each person is gifted Uh, differently we are not gifted the same way but each person is gifted uh, differently so let me tell let me give you a few pointers on what to do under this individualized consideration the number one thing that you must do is recognize individual strengths and talents of people uh, uh, recognize individual strengths and talents of people okay so take time to understand the strengths the capabilities the talents of each person each follower each follower that you have uh, begin to recognize the unique skills and the abilities that can help you abilities that can contribute to the overall success of your organization okay this happens a lot in football because it is a requirement that the coach must identify each individual talent individual skills but then even as a church as a business as a company as an organization as a government you have to be able to identify and recognize these uh, uh, individual skills the number two thing that you have to do under individualized consideration is that you must personalize your support and mentorship you have to personalize it Uh, you can mentor people uh, if you want to become charismatic you don't mentor people as a group you personalize it you personalize your support and your mentorship okay so you provide this you provide avenues uh, you provide uh, the open you have uh, what we call the open door policy you know I was reading a book by 
Isaac Hassan. Isaac Hassan is the guy who oversaw our elections um, in, in uh, the referendum in 2013. And he was talk, he's talking about uh, the intrigues and the drama and the political pull, uh, pull and uh, push and pull that was happening uh, against the IEBC. And he says that one of the things that he did uh, to lead this organization well was to have an open door policy where any staff member could walk through the door of the chairman and say whatever they needed to say. Whether the staff member was a sweeper or a janitor or whether it was a CEO of the IEBC, they had an open door policy. He had an open door policy where anyone can come and say whatever is in their mind. This is one of the ways to really influence people. Give them the open door policy. Allow them to come and say some of the things they will say do not agree with your with your uh, with your ideas. Their opinions may be contrary to any other person's uh, to your opinion, and they may actually challenge you. But allow that to happen. Allow people to air out whatever needs, whatever concerns they have. Because without that, it will be a problem. You will begin to face people who will try to undercut you. Even though he faced challenges in the same uh, docket of IEBC, he was able to navigate through so many challenges because of that open door policy. Some people uh, obeyed it or took advantage of it and some people did not take advantage of it. But what I'm saying is personalize your support and mentorship. Offer yourself to support. Offer yourself to mentor people. Offer yourself to assist them when they are stuck. Don't wait for them to die or for them to wither or for them to become troubled before you step in. Offer to assist them. You begin to redefine yourself as a charismatic leader. So tailor your guidance and your support uh, according to the needs and according to the uh, institution that you are in. So if you have, uh, if someone has a, a needs and aspirations and you have identified these needs and aspirations, tailor your support and your guidance in line with those needs and aspirations that they have. As long as those needs and aspirations do not uh, break the law, then you go for them and you guide these people. This is a cousin. He's talking about um, uh, people who mentored him, people who guided him, people who supported him until uh, he became what he became. And there are so many interesting stories. Everyone who has become anything has been guided by someone. So, uh, so let me now uh, switch to this other side. If you want to become a charismatic leader, you need to ask yourself, who do you want to sit under? Who do you want to be mentored by so that you become this charismatic leader? Who do you want to, pass, uh, to, to be like? In, who, in whose footsteps do you want to walk? And then identify that person and approach that person and ask them whether they can become that guide. They can become that person to support you, uh, you know, and guide you and give you direction into becoming what you want to become. And then the next question that you have to ask yourself is, who can I guide? Who can I mentor? Who can I lead? even going forward in this charismatic leader, okay? Uh, so you have to ad identify that in under now this individual uh, consideration. The number three thing that you have to do is you have to have uh, ability to listen and be empathetic. Active listening and em empathy 
these are things that you develop so you now you are in, you are making this leadership personal you're putting it there personally and you're becoming present and your presence is felt in the lives of these people so you actively listen uh, to the people that you're leading actively listen do not ignore and do not try to fight just listen and then even as you listen you'll begin to see that there are things that these people are saying that you may need to change even when someone is criticizing you one of the ways of charismatic leaders uh, people like Barack Obama or people like Abraham Lincoln is to be able to listen to your uh, to your opposers and also take whatever they are saying if what they are saying is good you take it and implement it if it is not good you listen to it and you acknowledge that indeed you have said something but i don't agree with it you know just let them let them air out these things listen to the people create safe and inclusive environment where the people who are with you can feel comfortable sharing their thoughts sharing their concerns and sharing their ideas which means that as a charismatic leader you must be confidential you cannot go out saying stuff that people are telling you you must be confidential and you must remain and you must develop the confidence of the people that the things they say to you if they are personal stuff don't go around saying them and I, and i want to also talk to pastors because this is one of the major problem that many pastors have where they can't keep secrets and they are told someone comes and tells you oh this happened in my life and i'm grateful to god and please don't tell anyone and the next sunday the first thing that the pastor says is your story or your or your testimony and yet he was not or she was not given permission to say so begin to develop confidentiality let people know that when they say, when they tell you something you are willing to die with it you can you will not go out and begin to speak to other people okay so create that um, uh, trust uh, create that place that safe space uh, create that uh, um, uh, uh, space of openness where you enable leaders to better understand and address the issues that they are going through um, and they can come to you and address those issues with you and you will be there and you'll be faithful and you will keep their secrets the number four thing that you have to do under individualized consideration is that you must have tailored goals and feedback you must tailor your goals and create feedback okay you set individualized goals for followers based on their strengths based on their interests and based on your aspirations on their aspirations so you tailor the goals whatever it is that you want to achieve you specifically tailor it to someone and say this is what i want you to achieve okay and you tailor it according to their strengths according to their uh, aspirations but also according to the vision that you have given them so you tailor those goals and you create them begin to recognize that different individuals may have different motivations even in the organization and may have different objectives people don't just join you because uh, you are kind or nice no they have their own agendas identify these agendas identify where they are there and instead of uh, you know crushing them begin to empower them if these agendas don't break the law 
If these agendas don't don't go against the organization's policy, begin to empower them. If this agenda is for someone to come learn and live, then train them and release them and let them keep working in their lives, okay? So uh, 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 align the goals, tailor the goals, tailor uh, the feedback that you, you that you get for the same thing. Then number five is flexibility. Develop flexibility and accommodation. Accommodate people. Demonstrate flexibility and, and have that understanding that each person has uh, unique circumstances comes from unique backgrounds, come from unique uh, places, and they have their unique preferences in, in doing stuff, and, but they also have unique challenges. Now, this means that even as you're leading, you are not leading everyone the same way. You are leading each person differently, okay? And you're responding to their needs based on their strengths, based on their aspirations, based on their pref- uh, the preferences, based on their circumstances. For example, if you tell someone to write, uh, uh, to write uh, an essay and, and some people will go and, and they will read books and then they will write. Others will go to Google and they will write. Others will write on paper before they write it on the computer. Everyone has their preference. But the most important thing is that that essay is, right, is written. And so this is just an example to show you that people are not the same. So don't treat people the same. More often I have had leaders say, oh, these are grown-ups. Why, can, why am, I, am I supposed to just sit there and, and listen and just guide them? Can they tell themselves what to do? No, they can't tell themselves. And even if they can, they have chosen not to. And because they have chosen not to tell themselves, it is now your responsibility as a leader to actually tell them what to do. That is leadership. That is individualized consideration. That is one of the ways of developing into charismatic leadership. Mm-hmm.